Hello and welcome to the MHG podcast. Life could be miserable, it could be dark. So we're here to put a bit of light and a bit of joy. Obviously you've got me and I'm also joined once again by Stu. How are we doing this week, Stu? I'm not too bad, thank you, Bradley. I'm not too bad. So it's just started peeing it down outside, but it's very, very bright, sunny. So it's that typical spring changeable stuff, which is really nice. So mm. I kind of get a little bit excited every year when spring's coming and the clock's going to go forward. But it's good stuff. I went out yesterday with, um, took my coat off as well. Oh, Ooh. get you. Yeah. And I, uh, I was nearly run over by an electric car oh as yeah. well. That was, so I didn't realise how silent those things were. Yeah, they really are. And I've been taught at the moment how to cross the road. Um, and I was, I was going to talk about this the other week, but I didn't for obvious reasons. Um, but it's uh, the whole thing. It's like being taught how to cross the road. Um, and it's um, better for me to cross between cars um, because I'm already halfway across the road almost. So it's less time to walk without knowing what, what I'm doing or you know, what, what could potentially be there. But I was getting Edith from school. And a bus had pulled in into a bus stop. You could hear the bus. And nine, 99 times out of 100, you could hear the other cars still approaching. Um, but there was a electric car coming down the road. And I just did not see it, obviously. And did not hear it. And was just like another, probably about a metre away from it hitting me. Wow. And the bastard had the cheek to shut out the window that I was in the wrong. Oh, dear. I mean, I probably was because, you know, I'm, but I'm blind. Yeah. You know, you should be aware of stuff on the road. And it was outside of school. You shouldn't be going that fast that you can nearly hit someone. No, no, not at all. Um, yeah, it was funny. I was, I was near my house and one drove past and it was like it was like an SUV-sized Land Rover-y type mm. thing. And yeah, it was practically silent. I'm like, it's still got away at least a tonne and a half. How can you not make any noise? <laughs> it was totally bizarre. I was making more noise walking along. Mad. That's because you've got big, like, cloud shoes. Well, I do have big clown feet, yeah. There's that. Uh, but one of the things I believe that's been looked into is putting a noise to... They've got to legally be above a certain noise, so they've got to have something that makes some kind of noise for such situations. Yeah, I. it's funny because I thought they were going to do that from the beginning. They talked about that, like, when they were starting talking about electric cars years and years ago. And then nobody seemed yeah, to bother. Save money, yeah, it? yeah. Cost a bit, cost a bit more money to work out how to put something that makes a constant noise into a yeah, car. Yeah, just put a speaker in it that goes ah, and that'd be real. Or just make sure if you've got to have children to have one. Good <laughs> why? Because you're used to them sneaking up on you or something. No, just they make stupid noises in the car. They don't stop screaming, shouting. Yeah. Yeah, you could have it broadcast. So if you've got coming. kids, you could have broadcast what yeah. they're doing out out the speakers. Everyone would hear that then. Yeah. Um, I don't want them to have to do like, oh, you could get custom engine noises because you're going to get some knobhead who will have a proper, like... Oh, yeah. Well, uh, but yeah, no, it needs, it needs sorting. It does, it does. No, no matter what they do, someone will hack it within five minutes and have something playing out of whatever speaker they're using. Uh, but, yeah. If 
Yeah, and if it's good, I'll, I'll be like, yeah, got to respect the game there. Yeah, totally. And speaking of funny stuff with your technology, I'm going to briefly just talk about Decky Loader for the deck again. I thought you were segwaying well, then. I was like, whoa, yeah, whoa. I know. stepping whoa, on your toes a whoa. little bit. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> oh, God, they talk, talk a bit about Well, it's just while it's in my memory. Yes, I'm going to talk about Animation Changer, the plugin for Decky Loader. Um, I spent. Like, my gaming the other night, in inverted commas, was going through all of the, all of the uh, animation chain, like, that you can put these different, like, boot-up animations for the uh, for the deck. Yeah. And it'll just automatically put them in for you, and you can put them on shuffle and all this. So I was going through loads of them, and that was my game for basically two hours one evening, is going through and doing that. And I thought of you, because I knew that it was, that's something that you like. I do like Tinkerid, um, except with Animation Changer, ironically enough. That is funny. Um, I basically, I saw a lot of them are crap. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, a lot of them are like my first uh, Flash project. Yeah. Um, but I found the one that's the history of consoles. I put that on and I haven't looked back. I just absolutely love that one. And I've got a Persona 5. I might, I might go back and have a little look, but the, a little Persona 5 sleep one. Um, which I like, yeah. Um, and I've never really bothered changing those. No, they're, they're um, really good. Yeah. Uh, well, some of them are really crap, like you say. Some of them are really good in theory, but in practicality, yeah. they're rubbish. Either they don't fill the screen, or there's really low res and the macro blocking all over the place. But yeah, the the history one is the one that I put on first, and then yeah. um, and I showed it off to you. It was like, oh, look at this. And then uh, I did an update the next day, and it it wiped it and got rid of it. And I was like, oh yeah cheeky bugger so yeah no this one's this one's better for that but anyway i might have a little i might have a little look through yeah play around uh, but but talking of decky loaded oh yes and uh play with your deck do you know what else you can play with your deck on or play on your deck <laughs> what's that video games Jay. video games that's it yeah that was that that, that was a low-hanging fruit that one word it to go for it was just a nice yeah. So so low. No inspiration. It, yeah. There. One of those that, you know, when it's a really old tree and the, the branches are practically touching the ground and the yeah. fruit's rubbing on the on the dirt. Yeah, that was one of them. It, 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 it was there. Um, I've, I've got a bit of a cold. Couldn't be bothered to put the effort in. So there's, there's your segue. Low effort gaming, yeah. That's good. So, yeah. Talking of low effort gaming, video games. Hey. Oh, my God, there we so go. Easy. He's only got to double it up. What, what, what have you been playing? <laughs> well... The first one I've been playing was Street Fighter 3 Second Impact, which is the, unsurprisingly, second version of Street Fighter 3. So for those that don't know, which probably nobody... And the 23rd game in the Street Fighter series? Oh, more than that. <laughs> Way more than that, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it's uh, the... yeah. The second iteration of the Street Fighter 3 games. And, they, you know, they would these days, they'd probably just be like a, a quick... A quick uh, patch, you know, DLC or whatever. Yeah. But obviously, it was an arcade game in 1999, so they had to release a new board and, you know, all that. But, um, yeah, I like Third Strike is obviously the way better. Uh, it's better balanced, it's got more characters, etc. But it's nice to go back to these older ones every now and again because there wasn't much time between them and they're not massive differences. And, yeah, I mean, it's just fun to have a go at them and just see what the differences are and, and muck about. And the the main thing is the characters aren't very well balanced at all, and some of them are, like, ridiculously overpowered. Um, 
but yeah, no, I just had to play through that and cracked out the arcade stick and it was playing it on the Raspberry Pi that you gave me. So mm. yeah. Um so what I've why why I've done that. So I've, since you gave it to me, I've used it for all sorts of stuff. It's like my go to project box for all sorts. And um yeah. it was interesting doing a pie hole, you know, that blocks adverts. Um uh, kind of minimal success, I'd say. It was all right. It was not bad at that, but there's all sorts of dependencies, and it makes it work after a while. It makes it hard work, I mean. Um, but it was gratifying to stick on Channel 5 and it block all the stupid adverts come on every five minutes. Well, it just block Channel 5. Well, no, because but Channel 5 is genius, mate, you see, so I, I can't agree with you there. No, it is terrible. But um, <laughs> I have a, a, a really strange predilection for police interceptors. Like, I'm really left-leaning, but that right-wing kind of glorification of police <laughs> sometimes, it just it's, it's just really good. It's bad, but yeah, yeah, it's the same with that bloody uh, bailiff program. Oh yeah, can't pay, we'll take it away. Yeah, yeah I, I must admit, I do, I do watch that and just go, well, th- this is just for cameras because they can't do that, they can't do that, yeah. they can't do that, they can't do that. I think this one's actually set up, and I don't think it's actually a bailiff interaction. I think they're all actors there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I love those sorts of shows. They're terrible, but I love them. But um. Yeah, so nothing to do with video games, but moving into video games, what I've done is I've ordered a a hat for the for the Raspberry Pi. That is what they call them. It's basically the thing that connects yeah. to those pins. There's loads of pins on them, and it just gives it another. It's a daughter board that does different functionality, and it's a uh, Scart one, so that you can turn it into a device that can output your games to Scart instead of HDMI, uh, nice. <coughs> which is really cool. Um, still waiting for that because it's coming over from Europe but uh, yeah I was <laughs> so that's a very long way of getting to I was playing with arcade games on the Raspberry Pi uh, via my um, old VGA monitor that I've got uh, and it was lovely and yeah stuff like Street Fighter 3 looks really good on it but when the SCART adapter thing comes I'll be able to play that on my PVM which will be the ultimate. So, yeah, just a really kind of... Without the lag. Yes, zero lag. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it's just an interesting little hardware project to go along with the with, with the new the new professional monitor I've got. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the Raspberry Pi is brilliant for arcade games. It's why, you know, I gave you that one that I'm going to probably get a four at some point uh, because I'm tasking you with somehow putting it into my arcade stick so i've got an all-in-one raspberry pi based arcade stick yeah. um and it's yeah i i just find in terms of uh pure arcade like main gaming it's the best solution out there uh because it you don't need overkill for, for the games you want to play right i mean no one really cares for playing i don't know Mario Kart Arcade or whatever it is at home because they're, you know, they're eight thingy whatevers. Um, and I'm not going to beat around the bush. Daytona's been bettered in ways to play it. Um, and the Raspberry Pi is fine. It's for like all your classic 2D arcade stuff. Um, 
And yeah, I was just like, you don't need a massive computer because it's overkill. They don't work great on the handheld systems, even the Steam Deck, in my opinion. So to have that that played in like the best way possible, I mean, I don't, I don't want to plant the seeds too. But what you could now do with that is you could then sort of like use one of your monitors and create your own custom-made arcade cabinet. <laughs> I'm like, you know, just, just I know. Don't don't think the idea hasn't crossed my mind, but um. Yeah, when I've moved, so, when I've moved somewhere out. Mel's just gone. Ooh, what was that? Yeah. Oh, is that She's... that the sound of my marriage ending? <laughs> um, but yeah, no. We, when I've moved out and I've got more space, it's a definite possibility um, that I might do that. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's all it's all really cool at the moment. I like, you're right. It's the best for those for classic arcade games. It's definitely the the best way of of doing that. Um, just because, yeah, it's like really low power, really quick boot up, really small form factor, like the size of a yeah. credit card. I mean, you know, these things are important when you're our age, you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I, 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 I not, not regret the decision to give it away because I don't have the time or, or anything to play to play with one properly at the moment and get one set up. But I, every now and again, I see something about a Raspberry Pi and I go, oh, I want one again. Uh, but I'm going to wait until I've moved till I get one because it just won't get used at all at the moment. And it'll kind of just sit there. I mean, I've still got a, um, I've still got like a rollerball that I bought for my uh, emulation setup on the PC. Yeah. Um, to go in the arcade stick, and I was going to try and mod it into there, or to have it as a like a side attachment, so I could play. Um, what's that? Golden Tea Golf. Um, yeah. And I've still got that in a box somewhere. Um, so I'm being really, really good, and I'm not making like stupid purchases. Well, that's progress, and yeah, yes. well done. <laughs> um, and as you know, I. I, I use that to then set up. I'd put myself four pound a week away into my Steam account for sales, which is a great idea because yeah. it's not like they don't come along along pretty often. No, no, and I've just wiped myself out this this week. But I'll go, that'll go. I'll go for that. I'll talk about that next week. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're getting use out of the pie. Um, I think I sent it up to you. You were originally using it as some kind of bootloader theme for the PlayStation 2 or something, or a server for the PlayStation 2, is that yeah, it? Yeah, and that's what's brilliant about yeah. them, is that you can just, like, treat the SD cards like you would a game cartridge in, in a handheld, yeah. and it's that thing again. And so I've got, like... I've always got plans. You know I've always got plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as soon as I've got... Like, what I've got to do is is I've, I've got to re-put my PVM somewhere... So that I can actually see it properly, because at the moment it's so big and I've got so little space, it's in a funky position. So I'm getting some new furniture so I can put it in a better position. When it's in a better, Bell said you can't you can't get rid of the big TV because you've got to watch that. Yeah, that's right. You can't have it in the living room because it's it's probably bigger than the living room. Um, that's family time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm getting that into a new position, and then one of the th- first things I'm bringing out is the PS2 because it's it's like your light gun game kind of Nirvana mecha all rolled into one. So, and then, yeah, so that's the plan. Get it into a different position. That's coming back out. Raspberry Pi 3 is getting connected to it. 
I managed to score a Raspberry Pi 4 that's down as not working. So I'm hoping I can get that working and then that'll be my main main thing. But I can keep switching between them, it's fine. Um, and then the longer term plan even, even than that, is when I move and I've got my a, a dedicated room because I'm moving to a house that has a dedicated game room. Of course I am. Um, I'm going to have my rock band set up with the drums and the guitar nice. connected to my, my PVM as well. Uh, or via nice. my uh, Xbox 360. So yeah, there's there's all plans, wheels within wheels. There is Bradley, wheels within wheels. It's almost like you're a complicated retro machine, Stuart. I know it is. Yeah. Uh, but awesome. That sounds that was really really good. Uh, so are we done? Moving on? Yeah, that's quite. That, that's not not bored. That's not bored or anything. I, I I'm intrigued by it, but I was just uh, whether I, I prompt you to carry on or whether we move on. I'm good. That's enough from me. I think. Okay. Uh, because unsurprising to anyone, I've been playing video games. Um, and I've been playing indie video games. You got your card ready, Stu? Go on. Right, this one's a resource management survival simulation 2D storytelling game. Wow. Wow. Okay, that that's checked uh, most of the boxes, it really has. Yeah. I mean there's no there's no no deck builder in there and it's not a rogue. But, you know, I've managed to get all the other ones around there this yeah, time. It really has. Um so this one is called The Pal Beyond, uh, which came out at the end of February. Uh, came out on Lorraine's birthday. There you go. Um, so I treated myself to it. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I got a review key. I got a review key. I had to pay a crap ton of money to get her car through its MOT for her birthday. So, you know. God, they um, say romance is dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I know how to treat her. <laughs> Um, but anyway, anyway, back to it. The Pale Beyond. Um, it's a really interesting game. And I've got a lot, a lot of these games that I play have stories in them that I, I just loathe to ruin. So I can't go into too much detail about the story because it's got loads of like great story beats in it that I'm really, really liking. Um, it's done in a way where it still feels video gamey in terms of dialogue and the dialogue choices you make. It hasn't gone down the um, Disco Elysium route where everything feels like natural conversation or it doesn't, you know, it doesn't feel like you're playing a video game with stunted dialogue choices. Um, this is more like that, but it's not down to that fallout level where it just feels, Jesus Christ, this is completely video game. It kind of balances in the middle somewhere. Um, and you go through, and the idea is, is you're chasing, you're this captain, and you're chasing a ghost ship um, that went missing five years ago. Um, and you go out, and you've got to take a crew with you, and the crew will grow and shrink and stuff like that. Um, and you'll have things where you need to vote for different captains at the time. So you've got to work out how you're looking after everybody and you know, the resource management makes sure people aren't dying and all, all kinds of things like that. So you can catch up with this ghost ship. Um, and it branches off in many directions. So it's like it's choose your own adventure in a way. Um, and there's many different ways it can go based on your choices, which isn't anything new in video games. Um, but it's just a really intriguing story, and I'm really enjoy enjoying it. The characters aren't all likeable. 
Um, there's some quite vile characters in there. There's some actually characters I do like. Um, ones you probably shouldn't, uh, and, and, but I, I kind of like empathise towards. And it's, it's, it does really, really well. Lovely art style to it. Um, but one of the things I want to point out about The Pale Beyond is it's got a really, really clever and, I think, game-changing save system. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's got a branching save system. So you could basically, you go through and it's, it's the, the game split up into weeks, so to speak. Um, and what you could do as you save, you save, and you could timeline back through and then go to another previous week that you've done. And if you then go off in a different direction, you can kind of save that as well. So you've got this branching save mechanic. Yeah. And it's a really good idea. Um, because one of the things that often cripples me with a game like this, when you'll get a really important decision you need to make and everything, is that um, I will go into it and go, oh, oh, what do I do? And I can almost freeze in a game and just go, well, I'll, I'll think about that and then never go back to it. Whereas with this, I know that, okay, if I do muck this up or I go in this direction, I don't like it. I can go back and go in another direction. And the fact it's timelined makes it so much easier to find what there is as well. Right. Um, and it's just a really, really clever save mechanic that I am really intrigued by. I don't think it's perfect, and I don't think it's like got everything that it needs in there to work as a save mechanic. But I'm actually good to see someone trying something different with something like that that improves or fits in with the game somewhat as well. So, But yeah, it's really, really good. It's really dark in places. Um, and it's, it came out of nowhere for me. I, I I highly, 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 highly recommend it. Nice. Yeah, it's really funny that how, you know, like gaming is all based in technology, you know, and art always kind of comes second. But even then, like with bit technology forward, it's very traditional and old fashioned in a lot of ways. And saves are like yeah. that. It's like you still, almost every game still has save slots as if this was back in the arcades when the Neo Geo came out and you, they they finally had memory cards that you could bring in and, and transfer between your, you know, your home system and your arcade system. And yeah, that's like 30 years ago. And it's just like, and like stuff like uh, Word, like Microsoft Word has saved versions of stuff for at least six or seven years. And yet games just are, like have a really, really old fashioned attitude to it. So it's nice that somebody's mm. actually trying something a little bit different. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. You can see why developers don't, because um, it's uh, Benny La Studios who, who made the game. Basically, they've had a bit of pushback from people going, oh, I don't like the save system, blah, it's no manual save, blah, blah, blah. this is what, this is what. Um, and they're having to do better in-game explanations as to why the save system is like what it is. And they're adding that into, to, into the thing as well as um, t telling people in the game how they can access lock saves, why they're locked, that kind of thing as well. They've had to quantify that on, on, on Twitter, um, which is a shame. Um, but I really like it. As someone with uh, Eurodiversity... Uh, is it Eurodiversity or Eurodiversity? Whatever. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. fucked up in the head. Sure. No, you're yeah. correct. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know why I second-guessed myself there. Mm. But anyway. Um, 
but yeah, it, it, I, I, I found it a really refreshing save system that allowed me to experiment and stuff like that in ways that I've always been scared to do before. So yeah, kudos to them. It's not perfect, does need work, and I'd love to see other developers take it on and work with it. But yeah, really good game. Um, doesn't push up any trees in terms of innovation game-wise. Um, I think we've seen it all before and seen it done better, but it's got a really good story and that helps it a lot. Yeah, nice. Yeah, no, they definitely, definitely need to make progress in the whole saving thing mm. and be um, more intelligent about it. Because, like, I was... Well, two examples, like Street Fighter, I was... I uh, did a save state of the beginning of a fight just so that you could, I could, if when I got beat, which was frequently, I could just admit, like, I wasn't cheating. I just went back to the beginning of the fight far quicker than the old arcade system of going back to the menu, putting more money in, pressing continue, beating the clock to, you know, before it times out, choosing your character, going back in. And also, Theatre of Final Fantasy, which I completed the other day, um, excellent game. Um, but again, you've got to go through tons of menus from your last save to get back to where you were. And it's just like, not tons, I'm exaggerating, it's not tons of menus. But you've got to do menuing. And it's just like, we're in a state now where we've got, you know, we've got solid state media, everything loads really quickly. Even if you don't do this as a suspend, you could do it. You could boot the entire thing of where you were uh, from from memory really really fast from rom um yeah. and yet we don't do that from the save state so it's yeah i there's a lot of work that could be done in that area and i think that you know it's just one of those things that's pushed to the back of the pile like accessibility options yeah but yeah no to totally um totally totally get it and it, it's good it's good to say i say not perfect but it's one that i think story fans story-driven fans. I don't know what they're called. Uh, video gamers, people, human beings. There oh, them, go. yeah. Okay. Yeah, not all gamers human beings, but there you Well, go. I think most of them are probably um, played by chat GPT now because that's, that's all that seems to be doing that, everything. Yeah. I, I still don't get what that is. Um, it's like text-based uh, AI art, isn't it? Uh, kind of. Yeah. Anyway, what were we doing? Um, yeah, yeah, good. Pal Beyond, it's out um, on Steam, I think. It's definitely on Steam because that's where I played it. I don't know where else it's available because, look, I'm not professional. <laughs> so I, I just play what I play and like what I like. Shoe, save me. What have you been playing? I've been, yeah, no, I, I don't know if it's elsewhere, but I can look it up in a minute. But yeah, no, I've been playing something that's pretty big, really, and that everyone will have played bar me for a very good reason. And that Hi-Fi Rush, which is the Jet Set Radio-styled game that came out about a month and a half ago which is an action rhythm game it's not rhythm action it's an action rhythm game where you have to beat people in time to the music which sounds filthy but isn't and is a kind of thread that's being pulled on by quite a few developers i mean we played that um oh, i can't remember what it's called now but that kind of doom eternal styled uh one it beat what's it called ape and Something per minute, beginning with A. Beats per minute. Was it beats per minute? I don't think it was. Yeah, BPM. Was it really? It was oh, BPM. Oh, okay, all right. Yes. Okay. And you've also got Metal Health League as yeah, well. Yeah, there's that. There's quite a lot of them sort of cropping up. But this one's very heavily inspired by Jet Set Radio, de definitely in terms of style. And 
Yeah, it's well to start off with. It's absolutely beautiful. It's like it's one of the most aesthetically pleasing games I've seen in a in a good long while, probably in the last couple of years. And what I really like about it is that it's taken something that it's taken a lot of old inspiration, so like really old inspiration, like traditional animation and comparatively recent history, like Jet Set Radio. And all sorts of general things like Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse with running different frame rates within the same screen. And it's just made something that, that looks like a living cartoon. It's it's really pushing forward that whole tune aesthetic in a way that I don't think we've seen this well done since cell shading started to, to mm. hit back in you know, about 23 years ago or whatever it is. And it's just, it looks fabulous and it, it runs really smoothly on my system. I've been playing it on my main system because I wanted to, you know, have it on a really big 4K screen to really drink in all the graphics and stuff and have my big speakers going with it. And yeah, it's sort of, you, you move from area to area and you hit stuff to the rhythm. And, you know, that's great. It doesn't really need to do much more than that for me to really love it. So, so far, I'm really impressed. And I, the reason why I said, you know, I'm late to it is because I cancelled my Game Pass subscription and, um, yeah, just now thought, oh, well, it's the Steam sale. It's a little bit cheaper. I'll get it. So, <laughs> that's what I've done. Yeah, I, I've I've got this. And um, and I've only briefly touched it. I've not, not played it properly yet. And... Um, it reminds me of the sequel that we never got, and that's like it, it feels like it's a a follow up to Sunset Overdrive in many ways. Yeah. Um, because that's such an underrated game, by the way, Sunset Overdrive. Um, that deserved much better than what it got. Um, and it's kind of a rhythm action version of that meets, I say, Jet Set Radio. Um, and I'm all for that, but I want to be in the right frame of mind. Um. Now, I've seen it said, but you can clarify this. You don't actually have to play it to the rhythm, do you? So if you're an incompetent ass like me, you can still enjoy the game without having to be like pitch perfect to rhythm beats. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It has got that built in as a kind of difficulty option. Yeah. Accessibility. Who would have thunk it? I know, right? It's really good. <laughs> Getting there. Yeah. But it's, it's one of those, you have a bit of accessibility, they've got at least one sale that they wouldn't otherwise have had. Well, except you were given a key, um, so, you, so they didn't make any money off that. I wasn't for that well, one. Oh, did you buy it? I've, got it? I've had it in a... I did, a few weeks back, yeah, really oh, cheap. Oh, right, oh, nice one. Oh, very good. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's, otherwise I'd have had to have covered it already. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's really good so far. The music seems really excellent too, which is what you need for these sorts of game so yeah i'm looking forward to putting more time into it excellent excellent yeah no i, I might dig that out next week or something and have a little play myself and report back week after not next week because i can't talk about it next week because we're doing time traveling soon that's right we are oh spooky time traveling time um moving on I've been playing a game that I had. I, I I don't know if it's terrible, brilliant, both, real, memes, or what? I'm intrigued. Um, yeah, it's called The Forest Cathedral, and it's by a developer called Brian Wilson, and it's been published by Whitethorn Games. Um, and Whitethorn Games do 
produce usually some decent stuff. Um, and the Forest Cathedral is... Jesus Christ, how do I explain what it is? So the, the basic gist of it is it's a 3D adventure exploration game with, with like a thriller background to it and then you get these little 2D elements that there are reasons for as well. Um, and you're in charge of looking after uh, the environment on this remote island, um, like clearing out bugs and, uh, and stuff like that. Um, and then you got this evolving story um, and so on and so forth. Um, it, it, it sort of does not matter one iota um, because I don't know if this is... Um, Ah, oh, what was that game that was really bad that everyone liked? Um, the Twin Peaksy style one. Mine's gone blank. Oh, I I played it. Oh yeah, what was that called? Death, death, something or other. Oh. Oh Jesus Christ, mine's gone oh, blank. Oh, but yeah, <laughs> just to be very old man like, I've just remembered the BPM is bullets per minute. Bullets per minute. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. I think I do have a game called Beats per minute. Anyway. Deadly premonition. Deadly premonition. There we yeah. go. Right, we'll keep this in because you know content. Yeah, and I remembered. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like I'm, I'm putting that one down as a victory. Yeah, don't go for it. But I can't. So I don't know if this is deadly premonition or not. Um, it has some of the weirdest tonal beats I've ever seen in a game. So it starts off. You get this loading screen, and uh, Brian Wilson. If he, if it is just a single developer, and not some kind of weird. Um, name for a published for, for a development company. I don't know. I'm going to assume it's a single person. And bless Brian Wilson. Um, graphic design not his or their strong suit at all. Um, menus are weird. That the logo, in all fairness, is a bit rubbish. I don't know if that's on purpose. I don't know if that's just because he can't do graphic design. Um, or, or anything like that. Honestly, I do not know. Um. But the tonal shift is all over the place. So you load it up, you get this crappy menu. Um, and then the game starts. And the loading screen is a fish uh, yep. uh, with some country music going. So it's a black screen with a fish on it and some country music. Um, really enjoyable country music, not going to lie. Quite like listening to it. Didn't mind the loading screens. And then the game loads. This music cuts out instantly. Doesn't fade out, just cuts out. And then you get a ladybird and this ominous piano music over the top that's clearly building to something's going to happen. And you're like, okay, okay, right. And then the ladybird lands and then it makes you walk the ladybird. And you're like, okay. And then you get a spray come across and it turns out you're actually now this human character that's doing like this um, infest defestation spraying type stuff. And it's then the tutorial for you as the person and kind of doing the spray to get rid of bugs in swamps. And then it cuts to you in a office applying for a job because you're a woman who has cancer. Having a job interview with someone who's like, but a woman can't do this sort of job. This woman's job's already filled. And you're like, what going on? And then it goes, cuts to you in hospital and then cuts back and... The, the uh, character models are terrifying. 
in a way that I don't know is on purpose or not. Um, the acting is bad. Um, like it's a, uh, this is how bad the acting is in the in this game. And again, if this is on if this is on purpose, then it's genius. Okay. Um, but do you know when you sometimes watch TikTok, and you get those they are they are they're probably German, uh, but pretending to be American. Um, usually set in a restaurant or something, and it's like, oh, this client has walked in, and uh, they're not what you think you are, and the, the act is just really bad. It's worse than that. It's sub TikTok movie, <laughs> right? Um, like it is bad, um, and it goes on, and then it drops you into like they have this conversation with these bad character act models and acting, and then it drops you into this this Call of Duty esque tutorial level. So you go through this army training barracks with this screen that allows you to see things that you can't otherwise see to get through. And then you have to scan things to get through other things to get to somewhere. And then you get to the end of it and you don't just get to walk through. There's a screen you have to then do to go. There's like this virtual boy style red thing that you have to do some platforming through to unlock a door to go through. And then you go off and it just goes places beyond that as well. And it's, my head is wrecked, Stu. <laughs> I don't want to go any further because it goes places. And I do not know if this is a good game or not. At all. But it looks like it's deliberately kind of, I don't know, Stanley Parable-ish. Um, maybe, I don't know. But uh, I don't know. I haven't played it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's as clever as that. Every part of me goes, it's just a bad game. But every part of it is going, but it isn't. I don't know. Yeah. It needs a demo. Um, uh, it's the sort of thing I'd, I'd have a look at, but it definitely needs a demo. Right, de no, so, right, yeah. A demo would stop people playing it, I reckon. That's probably why there isn't one then, yeah. I honestly don't. Um, it's worth it for the loading menus, by the way, alone. The, the loading screens, because that country music, oh, I'm in for that. Fair play. Give me that. Put that into my veins. And the total shift, so I'm up for a good total shift. I love a good total shift, but yeah, I don't. I just, I just, I don't know if it's good or not. Fair enough. Um, it's like someone played The Witness while having a fever dream. Um, it's like the total shift between that and the 2D levels is like, do you know when you get to do that 2D level on Mario Odyssey? Yeah. It's like that, but they've got, oh, we'll do more of that. But not as good, obviously. Right, um, yeah. But the platforming mechanics in that 2D part are solid. Yeah. It's like, this could be a game in its own right. And I'm like, I just don't know, Stu. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Oh, um, calm down. Everything's okay. You're safe. This is a safe It's space. not, though. <laughs> it's not with, the, not with the forest cathedral in, in the world. Um, it's 12... It's, it's short, short of 12 quid. Um, and... Do you know what? It's there. It's just about there in the... Ah, screw it. Let's see. Right. Let, area, I think. And it works fine on Steam Deck as well, by the uh, way. Okay. Um, it's still got the little question mark, but it works absolutely fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, 12's a little too rich for my blood, but when it comes down, I will take a look at it. Um, yeah. And they tell me if I'm... I don't know. Um, just, Just... It's, I, I still don't know if it's a real game. I know it's on Steam. Uh, this could be advertising for another game. I don't know, Stu. <laughs> it's broken me. Fair enough.
But yeah, I think what I need to do, Stu, right, it, it's destroyed me that much, this game, that I've invented a time machine and I need you to take me forward in time. Okay? So, yeah. please, I'm going to shut up now. You take us out of here, please. <laughs> right. Yeah, so Brad's referring to the fact that we've got to record two episodes one week because Brad will be absent uh, in the chronological next week from when we're recording. So, yeah, that was exciting, wasn't it? Glad to listen to that. But anyway, so, as usual, follow us on all the socials, take good care of yourselves, and chat to us on Discord if anything will get you down or if you just want to talk about games or anything else. And until next time, in the meantime, stay safe and stay sane.